The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Well, it's safe to say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet, but do not fret. Chin up, my friend. A little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands, cause everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope, the program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, good morning, everyone. We welcome you to our show, uh, Hope, this morning. Uh, we believe that everyone needs some hope today. We need to be encouraged. Uh, maybe you're going through a rough time and hope's the thing that can bring you through it. I know it has in my life. And I know it can in your life, too. Wesley, you mentioned a few minutes ago, three years ago today, hope really become a part of your life. Tell them what went on. Uh, three years ago this evening at uh, around 7.45 will be the exact time. found myself uh, full of shame, hopelessness, lost, just seeking a different way. And the Lord's Spirit of the Lord fell on me, taught me down at the home of grace, and, and life changed forever for me uh, not just life here, but eternity with the Lord Jesus is now what's in my future. And if that's not hope, I don't, you know, if that ain't hope for you, I don't know what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what, well, what's the last three years been like then? Oh, man, that's, uh, I was just talking to Ralph about this earlier. I said, man, I really went from a, from a lost situation to uh, some direction and purpose in my life, finding some identity and who I was all before in my life I was uh, – just one failure after another, one big letdown after another. And over the last three years, you know, I came back, got involved with you, Ralph, Kelly Edge, Tim Barnes, a great group of guys up there in Pickwick. And we started a little Bible study and started seeking what the Lord had for our, our group of men. And, and spawn out of that or birthed out of that, I really got involved with you at Living Free and uh, got back into school, went back to school at Union, got a degree there in Christian leadership and uh, then the Freedom Center came along and we started working on that and so it's been now I guess November will be two years that we've been you know we started working on things in the Freedom Center so a little over a year and a half I guess we've, we've been working on organizing and and putting the Freedom Center into into an act and that's been a Ralph fun will journey. Ralph will remember how many days we've been in operation is I don't know he keeps it days I, like it's 100 and something yeah I just seen Ralph and John there I just dropped <clears throat> Joseph back off at the Freedom Center and you know I, I tell you my wife my wife said something one time about living free and they interviewed us I can't believe I, – I can't remember if we was in Chattanooga or we might have been in Abington, Virginia, but we has been interviewed by by the Living Free folks, and they was wanting to make a video out of it, and they put it out there. But uh, she she said this, there was no hope like the hope when she walked in Living Free and seen the hope that people mm-hmm. could get, Bobby. So what, what, what does that look like, hope? I mean, Bobby – Well, I mean, in Wesley's, in Wesley's case, it's this. 
I am sure of this. I'm quoting out of Philippians 1. This is Paul talking. That he who began a good work in me is faithful to complete it. Right? And so hope is this sure expectation of something uh, that will hold up. And so what and the reason hope has to be in Jesus Christ is because Wesley already knows he ain't going to hold up. I know I'm not going to hold up, but I know that the one who saved me is faithful and he will hold up and he will finish what he started in me. So that's where hope hope has to have a sure footing. It has to know what it so so like we you know we 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 uh uh, work together in rehabs and 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 also at, at crosswind just with people that are hopeless and 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 so many times you'll see somebody place their hope in uh well well now that i'm sober i got this you know what they're placing their hope in themselves well my family will keep me together well they're placing their hope in their family well once i get stable and get my back to my job i'll never use this again you're placing your hope in your job i would never i would never use because my little girl is uh you know i i want to be her daddy well you're placing your hope in your little girl none of those things have the power to keep you up well, Bobby, for None me, of them. whenever I came back, I, as I think back to when I came back, you know, I had been lost for so long and never really had uh, operated under any kind of truth or authority in my life that would have had any kind of lasting impact. And I got around men of God. The Lord surrounded me with men to help discipleship me and walk me through the process. I didn't know what that looked like. You know, when I first got back, I was clueless on how to live this life the correct way and that that's one thing that i've been blessed by was like i said he put tommy ralph but just a great group of guys around me to kind of show me what that's supposed to look like and and give me some direction so i'm thankful for that but that's a that's what we've been able to do out here at the freedom center is start to give these guys some direction and so for my guys at the freedom center i would say that is is if it feels like unfamiliar territory uncharted waters it's okay the lord's got somebody in your path that he's got to work with you and work through them and to really guide you into your the next phase of your life and the next season of life that the lord has for and, you and always though always yes exactly that's how god's going to do it mm-hmm. and but what what god will teach you along the way is don't put your hope in a single thing yeah. except the one who saved you right. period the one who saves me is the one who keeps me. That's and it. by the way, if he doesn't keep me, I'm not going to be kept because I can't keep myself. I just ain't got it in me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ask my wife. It no, ain't no. happening. That's it. Well, it, it's April the 7th. Uh, uh, it's a beautiful day here in downtown Corinth. We're live here at Super Talk Radio Station with our friend Phil Womack. Uh, we're excited about that we get to do this show uh, weekly. I mean, we're going to talk about different subjects today. Uh, once we get in the second, third segment, we're going to talk about a, uh, a subject, Bobby, that everybody deals with. And we need hope to deal with that. And we're going to talk about fear. Uh, we're going to talk maybe about stress, anxiety, threats. All that comes out of fear in a lot of ways. But, but there is hope. That's right. There but, is hope. That's right. And that's- Jesus spent a lot of time in his great sermon. Jesus put had this massive teaching uh, and you think about it, the things that teach, teach Jesus taught in his great sermon, you say, well, these are obviously going to be big deals to all the people throughout all time. And one plopped right in the middle of it is this big 
fat sermon on yeah. you know anxiety and and um and and in your uh, Bible that you use, uh, which by the way I'm going to steal and yeah. it won't be a sin and <laughs> and um, but uh, it says it's entitled the cure for anxiety. That's what it's entitled. Yeah. So Jesus has to cure in case you're wondering. So keep tuned. Oh, yeah. Well, we're thankful today. I mean, uh, you know, it's a great day. Major League Baseball starting for a lot of teams. Bobby showed up with his San Diego hat on his dash today. I didn't wear my Yankee pullover today because they are they are delayed today because of weather. They Them and the uh, Red Sox will kick it off tomorrow afternoon at 1.30 there in Yankee Stadium. So we're excited about that. Uh, great time of the year, Bobby. Major yeah. League Baseball. I had my Padre Polo on, uh, but uh, for whatever reason, it didn't feel right this morning. Didn't fit right. I'm a little nerdy that way, so um, I had to take it off and put this on. But but um, but uh, I'm looking forward to baseball. Love the Padres. Uh, was kind of married into a, a Padre family. Uh, my mother-in-law uh, is the seven most senior season ticket holder at the Padres. Because it had. Season tickets for fifty five years. So well, I'm, I'm I'm going a, I'm going to Milwaukee this year and I'm going to Cleveland. But Bobby, I'm hoping next year the Yankees will play at San Diego <laughs> so I can go to San Diego. Yeah. Me and Preston and Maria and family. I'm I'm just hoping that we get to go to San it's Diego. A beautiful part. I, I'd like to go to San Diego or San Francisco, <clears throat> either one, to watch the Yankees play there. Mm. So, well, man, we we get to do this radio show because of our sponsors, and I want to. I tell you, we 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 would love for you to support them. Let them know that you heard uh, uh, heard us encouraging you to support them on the radio. Uh, Maria Wilson, Wilco Real Estate. My daughter Olivia is on that team now. They have eight agents, in, uh, including Maria. Uh, Maria is out of town with her leadership real estate team that she's a part of, and they're out on vacation. Me and Preston's just trying to keep things here, and Olivia's gone too. But hey, real estate needs is still there. Subway, my lo- my the local subways here are my friend Daniel Alter and his family. They've supported uh, port- supported my ministry a long time, and I'm thankful for Subway. Uh, Gatlin's Pharmacy there in Tishomingo, our friend Bart and Don Dorn, uh, great folks. If you're in uh, need of a pharmacy need in Tishomingo County, use my friend Bart Dorn and his crew there at Gatlin's. Crosswind Ministries, Bobby, they've been around a long time. How long they've been in town? Maybe 17 years. I've been here yeah. 15 July 4th, yeah. so they were here a couple of years before I got here. And Living Free Ministries, we've been here a, uh, going on 19 years, I think, doing it. So we, we've been in community a long time helping folks doing different things. And my friend Nick Bain, I just talked to Nick on the phone. Uh, we hope to have him here in a couple of weeks. Nick is in court this morning. And so we encourage you to use Nick for your legal needs uh we use him for a lot of our needs at freedom center and living free and we encourage you to use him okay we're going to take a break we'll be right back Hey everybody, I'm Wesley Jackson and I'm part of the leadership team at the Freedom Center. On behalf of myself and the guys, we just want to say thank you for all the support over the past year. Also, we'd like to invite you out to our second annual golf tournament brought to you by Langley Wealth Management, Gatlin's Pharmacy, and Grace Chapel at Pickwick. The golf tournament will be April the 23rd at 8 o'clock at Hillendale Golf Course. It's a four-man scramble. If you're interested in being part of our special day, just give us a call. 
or go to CorinthFreedomCenter.com. Thank you. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorrent.com. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo, is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. If you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines, Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hi folks, I'm Tommy Wilson from Carnes Mattress Furniture Out in Carnes, Mississippi, right here on Highway 72. I know you've heard that we sell mattresses at a deal, but did you know that we also sell lift chairs, recliners, adjustable beds, dining tables, and so much more? Did you also know we rent inflatables out? Remember, you want to buy your mattress from me, Tommy Wilson, and you have to come three miles west of high prices to get that deal. Bain Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Baines and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back uh, to our show, Hope. Uh, we're in downtown Corinth on a beautiful morning. Uh, we're going to uh, uh, give our phone number out because we're going to be talking about a subject we all deal with. We're going to be talking about fear today. And Bobby, uh Facing my fear and finding my faith along the journey is where I want to go with these in the next couple of segments. Our phone number for any kind of question, comment is 662-603-9829. I just got a couple of text messages with the Braves logos. I'm, I, I went and watched the Braves play last year. Uh, luckily, I got to watch them play the Yankees twice. But I, when they was in the World Series, I was pulling for the Braves there. But, yeah. Uh, but if you want to comment, question 662-603-9829. And, Bobby, uh, we was in uh, the prison facility the other day, the jail, meeting with a young man. Uh, and and uh, Brett asked him at the end of it, said, son, are, are you scared? And he chewed on his lip a little bit, and he said, yeah. Brett asked him, what up? What are you, what are you scared of? And he looked around a little bit, and he'd come back and say, well, I'm scared of a lot of things. And I got to thinking about it as I went to Living Free that night. I had about 40 adults with me, 
ranging anywhere from probably their young 20s to maybe in their young 60s. I guess Ralph 66, that's still pretty young, Ralph. But look, I got to thinking that that room full of adults battle fear too. So uh, where, where is fear, where does fear come from, Bobby? Well, I mean, ultimately it comes from uh, insecurity and fallenness, right? So uh, we're afraid. Uh, fear, just, you know, country boy definition is that uh, my mind's troubled about something that may happen in the future, right? Uh, it hasn't happened, may happen. And so, uh, so like if you think about that and it's based on, right, it's based on reality, which is stuff happens. I mean, we live in a fallen world, so I'm constantly on guard. I'm constantly feeling like that things maybe are, are a threat, a threat to my peace, a threat to my contentment, a threat to my relationship. Insecurity is fear, right? I mean, like, like if I think that Wesley's mad at me, uh, what am I afraid of? Well, I'm afraid our relationship's falling apart and that there, that I, so, so something's threatening our relationship. And so I, my mind becomes, uh, troubled by that. That's this, the, there's two Greek words. One's phob, one's the word that we get phobia from, and that's that dread or fear, uh, thing. But the other one is this word that, uh, is it word that just means troubled mind, right? And so the great passage that Jesus talked about uh, which we call anxiety, by the way, and or worry, but it's all fear. I mean, it's all the mind is troubled, and the mind is troubled based on the future uh, that we're trying to protect. We're trying to protect. We're trying to keep that from happening. Think about this. When you got a little kid, and little kids, uh, they're wild, you know, and, and, they're, and so the little kid jumps up on the fence, and it wants to run along the edge of the fence, and you're what are you afraid of? Immediately, you're, you anticipate the child falling and being injured. And so fear shows up. And by the way, fear's twin sisters control. So then I begin to try to control uh, the, uh, I can try to control the environment, control the child to prevent the injury, right? That I have anticipated in my mind, even though the injury hasn't happened. My little girl, Jessie, was a goat. I promise you. I mean, like I in some previous life, if she was a Hindu, she came, <laughs> she was a goat. And 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 um, she would climb and she would scare me That's to Riley death. Now. She Riley would just, scare yeah. me to death. And and I was like, she never fell. She was fine. You know what I mean? But her daddy was not fine. I, I had Bo <laughs> Riley at the mattress store. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, and I'm gonna have him again this afternoon. He was climbing on the beds, jumping yeah. up and down, and you know, I'm I'm scared he's gonna fall, fall off. The off. Bed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, just yeah. So up. fear is the unsettled mind that anticipates trouble in the future, if you will, uh, a threat of something, and it's based on good good data, right? I mean, th yeah. bad things happen all the time. I'm a sinner, so I know that. I'm going to make bad things happen. I live around a bunch of sinners, all of y'all, by the way. And so I know y'all are going to make bad things happen. So well, I'm constantly trying to protect myself, if you will, uh, and anticipating the bad thing happening. And that's, that's what generates this anxiety and fear. Well, we asked the room full of adults Monday night about what's some things you're scared of. Mm -hmm. And, and Bobby, one of the things, and I think me and you've talked about this before, is that a lot of folks that's dealing with addiction may have been an alcoholic the last 20 years or, 
you know, messed up on some sort of addiction for a long time. Uh, they, uh, they sometimes they're scared to take this stuff out of their life because they're scared of what their life will look like without it. Mm. And that's that's a true fear. For sure, there. sure. So it, it's been it's been uh, my friend. It's been my crutch. It's been my healer. Uh, it's been what I've looked to when I've been sad or even glad. Uh, and uh, so how will I hold up uh, without it? And so I'm anxious about that. My mind is because I anticipate that without it, I wouldn't be able to deal with life. Well, we fall into some things. We're, f- we're fearful of criticism. Uh, we're fear of, uh, of losing it. I mean, like uh, a business guy, the number one thing I would think is, uh, is failure. But, I mean, I've heard many great leaders say, you know, uh, don't be scared to fail because you ain't never going to get there unless you do. Well, and, and, so. think, and think about this, Tommy, is that one of the uh, real, uh, you know, one of the, if you look at like one of the top fears, if you will, is speaking in public. And so it's actually not a fear of speaking in public, though. It's a fear of being not accepted when you speak in public, being thought of as a dummy or being not. In other words, what, what it is, is it's this vulnerable risk that, oh, my goodness, I'm fixing to open my mouth. And what if the audience, which I can't, I, I can't uh, anticipate what their response will be. And what if I can't make it? What if I'm not OK at the end of this with them? We, That's what it's really the fear of. But, uh, well, we was in the school yesterday with a group of kids, and the teacher used a great illustration that uh, illustration about you know a kid that may not be able to read good, and a teacher calls on them and the, maybe they act up, drop a book or throw a book to get in trouble to keep from doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bobby, I was that kid because uh, I should have stayed in speech therapy. I should still be in speech therapy. I'm 56 <laughs> years old. Uh, but I, they kept me in speech therapy to about the third or fourth grade. They took me out. I should have stayed there. When I'm reading now, I come to some words, I just skip it. Or if there's some word in the Bible that I can't pronounce, it's somebody's name and it starts with C, I'll just say Mr. C, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm not scared of that no more. But at an early age, I was. Sure. Because I was scared and fearful of being made fun of. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and, and really not being accepted. We're afraid. Our, we, our primal fears are that we are accept, that we will be accepted and loved. And we're very much afraid because we know ourselves that we won't be. And so, and so, I mean, we're, we're eventually going to get to the cure, guys. But the truth is, is that fear uh, is, lives in all of our hearts. Uh, and, you know, there's this song by Zach Brown that says, Fear's a Liar. And, 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 and it's, it's interesting, like, to think about why, why is fear a liar? Is it always a liar? Well, the type of fear we're talking about today, not fearing God, but the type of fear yeah. we're talking about today is always a liar. Here's why. It anticipates something in the future nothing in the future has happened yet jesus's answer to fear to anxiety to a troubled mind is this take no thought for tomorrow at the end of that glorious passage in the sermon on the mount his ultimately what he tells you to do tells you to seek first the kingdom. He tells you to trust him, that he's got this. If I take care of flowers and I take care of birds, you can bet I'm going to take care of you. And, and, and he 
but 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 his action his action is this quit thinking about tomorrow today has enough troubles of its own because fear is an unsettled mind about tomorrow well uh and and, and wesley yesterday in that class a lot of them young kids had great answers yeah uh, I'll be honest with you, the, kid, the young man that was in uh, jail the other day said this. He said, I'm, he thought about it a little bit, and he said, I'm really scared, Bobby, if I'm going to heaven or hell. Mm. That's what he came out with mm. after he thought about it a little bit. So that's a true fear, too. Absolutely. And stuff, and that's a and, fear and that we first have. First John addresses that fear. It says, perfect love casts out fear because fear is worried about judgment. And and so where does perfect love come? Well, love comes from um, God. And, and what does First John say? It says, this is how we know what love is, that Jesus died for his people, right? That And, and so we can look at that love and we can believe. That John said, we have come to know and believe the love that God has for us. Well, that perfect fear casts out my fear of being judged by God. And, and so that's a great fear, and it's a legitimate fear, and we should be afraid of that. I the mean, guy just texted us, Bobby, and said, Today's message is going to hit me hard because I have fear due to my lack of faith. It's something I struggle with every day. Absolutely. I want to give a verse, and then we're going to come back and pick up. But, Bobby, also, Wesley, I want to talk about uh, how to overcome it. What's the answer for it and stuff? Uh, this comes out of Deuteronomy. There I am. I didn't get that word, Bobby. Thirty-one-six. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. There's our verse. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with our next segment in just a minute. This is Brett Butler director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help do y'all provide? Well, Crosswind is set up to be a highly diverse, one-stop shop of sorts for people who are troubled or are in trouble. Because of the many relationships we have cultivated over the last 16 years, I like to think we're equipped to either serve most needs directly or indirectly, and we do not discriminate. So, Just a few things that we do at Crosswind is we transition and secure families from homelessness into permanent housing. We conduct two Tutoring in after-school programs, we provide no-cost biblical counseling to hurting families and individuals through the Crosswind Biblical Counseling Center that we just established. We have the opportunity to feed hundreds of hungry residents through our mobile and stationary meal programs. We mentor and equip new and expectant mothers through our partnership with One by One Ministries and the Oasis Medical Center and host weekly clothing drives for neighbors in need need of seasonal apparel. And these are just a few things that we do and we, we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone. So if you are in need of help, please call us or come see us at Crosswind on 703 Tate Street. We're here to help. 
Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we're back. Good morning. We're back for a third segment. We're excited about today's show, Bobby. We're talking about a subject that we all deal with. Uh, if you don't deal with it, you're in denial and you're just lying to yourself. I was yeah. just telling them, uh, even back in my college days, when I finished high school, I actually went to school college for I actually went like three different times, Bobby. That sounds like but it just kind of scared me, I guess. I wasn't ready. It wasn't my thing at the time. And and often people ask me, was there something I would change about my life today? And I always say, well, I'd probably got my education. I quit three times in college. But I was telling the guys here, uh, when I went to Northeast and got my uh, classes all together, and I, I was going to take speech, and I walked in the speech class, and it was full. I walked in and walked right out. I never <laughs> sat down. And, and now you just think, Bobby, I, I, I speak every day somewhere now, or speak at night at a place. It, it's real funny today, but the reason I walked out, I was scared to death. Yeah, absolutely. You know yeah, that. we. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's it. We're very controlled by our fear and. And um, we were t- I was talking about fear's twin sister being control. If you're a self-identified control freak and you're listening, your problem's not control. It's fear. I promise you. And if you could figure out what you're afraid of uh, and if you could, uh, I, you know, get some help on that, I promise you the uh, things that you're trying to control to keep, to keep your world uh, in order uh, will will really uh, fade away, and and you'll have you'll have peace of mind instead of a troubled mind. I'm telling you, I was a control freak. I've I've been a control freak, mm-hmm. but the Lord has really worked on that a whole lot. Uh, my wife is out of town with a group of ladies right now, but if she'd tell you here, she'd tell you I still got a long ways to go. But she'd <laughs> yeah, tell you sure. I'm I'm Me working too. on it, and yep. even at work or living free or at the Freedom Center or wherever I'm at, I'm always constantly working on that, Bobby. Well, and we were talking about at the break, you know, how that our entire world just fell under a blanket of fear with the whole COVID thing. You know, I mean, it was just killing people. And, and literally, I mean, you know, I, I remember, I remember those sermons well that we had to do remote and, and uh, how just trying to really care for each other's souls as we were all being exposed as people that had fear and, and, um, and so uh, there's no doubt, man. Fear's a big deal. It's Kim, a part of us. Kim Ratley spoke at uh, uh, Lenten lunch yesterday at First Methodist way. Mm-hmm. So you remember him saying, "Yeah, he's you know <laughs> the the fear of speaking in front of a camera, nobody there. That that was hard to overcome. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> once you get to used to speaking to people, now you're in a room with just a camera and you're trying to speak to it. I mean, that's a totally different thing." Bobby, there is such thing as a healthy fear. If we're walking in this room and mm-hmm. there's a rattlesnake there, automatically my brain tells me I'm, I'm scared. That's I'm right. fearful. I'm That's getting right. away from that thing or getting me something to kill it. There yeah. is a healthy fear. Sure. Yeah, our health, healthy fear is essentially, you know, we have a 
So if you think of fear as anticipating danger, right? Uh, the tr- the 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 inter- the my whole, I have a whole system that God has put in my mind uh, that anticipates danger. So it'll see a rattlesnake actually before I see the rattlesnake with my actual eye. My brain will actually pick up on it and have me moving before I could actually say out loud, there's a rattlesnake. You act- you'll actually move before you can have a, a, a thought that you could register well enough to get it out of your mouth. So we are wired with this uh, defense system uh, to protect us, you know. I mean, we can hear a certain noise and, 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 and like, move our head, you know, and then the baseball doesn't hit us and, you know, stuff like that. So, so um, God's wired us that way. Our problem is, is that, that based on that wiring, though, uh, what we try to do is we try to take control of our lives instead of trusting our lives to the Lord. My favorite fear verse, if you'd like to hear my favorite fear yeah. verse, is this. It's the simplest verse. I love simplicity. This is what it is. When I am afraid, I will trust in thee. That's it. And David doesn't say, if, if I'm afraid or like fear is not going to happen, what he, what he acknowledges and faces is that fear's headed my way, and when I'm afraid, I'll trust in thee. I'm going to look up. Not at the circumstance. Remember, this is this great picture of Peter in the water, right? He's looking at Jesus, trusting in thee. The waves are terrible. He looks at the waves. He sinks, right? When I am afraid, I will trust in thee. When you look at the circumstances, you will try to build a self-defense system to protect you from what may happen, and then your mind will be troubled, and you'll be gripped by fear and overcome by control. And so what happens is that, Lord, teach my heart that when I am afraid to look first to you, to first look up, to keep my eyes on you, to trust that you actually do love me, that you've got the whole world in your hands, that you uh, have, will uh, care for me, that you'll lead me and guide me. And so that's how to take uh, unhealthy fear uh, and uh, abridge it, if you will. All right. Well, we live in a fear-ridden world, Bobby. So in, in the life of fear and fear in our life, are they perception and reality to that? I mean, perception can drive us crazy. Well, sure, the Lord talks a lot about when it, in the great stronghold passage that the church has, has uh, preached over and over again. It talks about that what makes uh, the, uh, this a stronghold is that I have a vain imagination. That is, I perceive something that isn't the truth, right? And I, well, this is what I'll say. Like, I, uh, here's a good example. So let's say uh, Wesley, uh, it, it, it gives me a little frown this morning. Well, then I, I, well, I observe a frown on Wesley's face. I presume then, right, that that frown was about me, that he's troubled with me. I'm afraid then. I feel I, my mind's troubled. I feel like our relationship is, uh, is uh, on, on the rocks. And then what I do is my vain imagination begins to think, what did I do to Wesley? And now I think, you know what? It's probably about this. 
And you know what? Well, he was wrong about, you know what I mean? Or whatever, you know what I mean? And all this kind of stuff. And I'll begin to make up something. And then I'll literally become afraid of what I just made up. And so what the, the, the weird part of it is, is that the way fear works is, is it attaches, uh, it makes me create scenarios that I'm afraid of that the scenario has not happened. Well, uh, my, Wesley, do you remember the uh, illustration that the teacher gave yesterday about the... The piece of paper? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she just said that, you know, whenever you act out out of inadequacies or not being able to do something, it's easier to, uh, to jump into to anger. And a lot of times, you know, I deal with things in my own life through fear is worry. I'll go in straight into worry, like I can control the outcome, like you said a while ago. And a guy told me a while back that worry was interest paid on a debt we never owed, you know, and that, that just shows me my lack of uh, trust in what the Lord's doing in my life, my lack of faith. And so I have to, in those moments, really just uh, gauge where I'm at spiritually and how I'm trusting in the Lord and in my walk. So fear, fear could be the face of other things, like mm -hmm. me joking around or teasing yeah, or sure. acting out, mm -hmm. Bobby. It may be that I'm scared to read because of my speech. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, or I can't read and write. So I'm going Well, like out. I'll give you an example. So bald people tell bald jokes. Fat people <laughs> tell fat jokes. So, like, what is up with that? Why do fat people tell fat jokes? Well, here's the reason. And I'm the only bald guy in here, Bobby. Well, that's yeah. why I was putting, you know. Everybody in here is on a diet. Yeah. yeah, we're all on diet. Yeah. Well, so, but here's the point. Why do we do that? Here's what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is bait you. and Because I'm afraid. I'm afraid that you're not okay with my fatness. And yeah. so what I'm trying to do is bait you with a fat joke to see if you'll chuckle about it and to take the edge off my insecurity about yeah. my fatness that you're not going to accept me because I'm fat. So I'm going to tell a fat joke to kind of break the ice on that and lead with it. I'm leading with my shame, if you will. Well, and in a sense, it's because I don't accept me because no, I'm fat. No, well, that, of course. That, that, that's, of course. Right. So I'm afraid mm -hmm. then that you won't either. Yeah. Right? I'm afraid that my fatness disqualifies me from being loved and accepted by you. My, our own personal judgment on the on the topic or on the situation. And, and, I, and by the way, I have good I have good uh you know, good good resources because it may very well be that you don't accept me because of that. And but that's on <laughs> you, not on me. That's your sin, not my sin sin you know what i mean and so the, but the problem is i'm afraid to be um i'm afraid that you may not and so i'll lead with a joke i mean you know it, well that's an example of how sarcasm sarcasm or joking sometimes can mask uh fear um when i was at the home of grace we did a whole workshop on the whole laughing it off mm. thing and and i don't really remember exactly how it went but in a lot of situations, it went something like this, that it's a lot easier just to laugh about a situation instead of facing it. Mm -hmm. You know, the, it's, it's easier for us just to well, make light of it. it's just one of our avoidance tactics. And, and that's you know? it, because the truth, when the truth comes out, is that we have to face up to some of those fears and those inadequacies and that's shortcomings. Right. Bobby, the uh, probably, and if we was to ask our audience today and the listening people that, what's your number one fear? We'd probably get a lot of different answers. I would love to hear it. You ain't got to tell me who you are. You can text it, 662-603-9829. I would just love to hear what you're scared of for our studies. 
But you don't have to tell me who you are or anything. Uh, but, Bobby, one of the probably, you know, the, the young man said that he was scared of going heaven or hell. He didn't know. What about death? I mean, a lot of folks is scared of death. Well, if you think about the primal, <laughs> this is like not trying to. Okay, so we have two primary circuits. One of them is the stay alive circuit, right? Yeah, <laughs> survival. Yeah. Survival, right? No and, and, and so, and so, the fear of death is the fear. It's not a fear. It's the fear that, that bases right? everything. We're so we're scared to be alive, and we're scared to die. That's right. Oh my That's goodness! Right. Confusion, yeah. mass and, confusion. Yeah. Well, like for instance, some people say they're afraid of heights. They're not afraid of heights. They're afraid of dying when they hit the ground from the height. You know what I mean? I'm, well, what I'm saying is that sometimes we misplace these words. You think you're afraid of heights. You're not afraid of snakes. You're afraid of being bit by a snake yeah. and the poison that may kill you. So those are all fears that are laced into. Uh, you know, uh, we think about these things that we're afraid of. Well, you know, I'm, the uh, fear of speaking in public is I'm afraid of not being accepted, valued, and loved. The fear of snakes and of heights is all I'm afraid of dying. I mean, all these things are based in very primal fears. And so what happens is we have to see Jesus as the one who, who has accepted us, has valued us, and if we don't believe it, look at the cross that mm. we're in Easter season. Don't forget about it. I yeah. mean, yeah. and 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 look at the cross, and and so that solves our acceptance fear. What about my fear of death? I'm not afraid of death and judgment because Christ is. Well, you know, I'm His, and and my hope is in the future. Right. And, and what's that based on? It's based on Easter morning. Well, look, Amen. Often Christ. in the New Testament. Jesus started his comments off with peace be with you. That's right. Paul started Let not your heart be troubled. What, what Paul started a lot of his stuff off in, mm-hmm. the, in his letters about mm-hmm. peace. We're going to take our last break. We're going to come back with our last segment. We've talked about a great subject today, fear. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. estate group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. 
If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hi folks, I'm Tommy Wilson from Carnes Mattress Furniture Outlet in Carnes, Mississippi, right here on Highway 72. I know you've heard that we sell mattresses at a deal, but did you know that we also sell lift chairs, recliners, adjustable beds, dining tables, and so much more? Did you also know we rent inflatables out? Remember, you want to buy your mattress from me, Tommy Wilson, and you have to come three miles west of high prices to get that deal. Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Hey guys, we're back. We're with our last segment. We're talking about fear today, Bobby. Uh, I was just reading some things, and uh, we've got a new uh, group out there at Living Free on Monday night. Uh, title of it is Facing Fear and Finding Faith. It's a new study for us. Living Free's had it out a little while. We're going to have two groups, possibly three. Trina will take the women. Uh, me and John takes the men. And when, that's open meeting. You anyone can come. It's just not for addiction. It's for anyone that's having trouble. And fear is a life controlling issue. It says that fear can contribute to many physical illness. Uh, our friend um, uh, Burks Harris, uh, Nadine Burks Harris, mm -hmm. has brought that to light more than anybody mm -hmm. has. It can wreak havoc on our mind. It can reduce ability to think clearly. It does me. Uh, it robs us of the freedom and joy of living. Mm. It can shackle us up in bondage to self. So fear is a uh, can be a very unhealthy thing in your life. Big deal, man. Get help. It, it's just as bad as uh, someone that's out here struggling with crack cocaine today. Mm -hmm. That person needs help. If you're if you're letting fear control your life, get help. How can it get help, Bobby? Uh, well, awesome. I mean, you know, find find a, a family of faith. You know, mm. and. Um, but I do want to point you to Jesus. And uh, Jesus in John uh, 14, right when he was fixing to go be crucified, walking over to the garden with his buddies, he said this. He said, peace I leave you. It's my peace I'm giving you. It's not like the world's peace. And then he said this. I want you to listen to this. He said, let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid. And so let me say something to you about fear, whether it's anxiety, troubled heart, or whether it's fear, this dread. Let me say something to you about both. Jesus said that you could let, not to let your heart get in that situation, which means, now what did he do? He pointed you to himself, the peace that he gives you, that 
And, and if you don't know how to navigate that, and by the way, fear is very difficult. I mean, like, well, I'll tell you one of the things that's beginning to happen, Tommy, in our culture. And by the, and I, we don't have a, we could go, we could take a whole show on this, but anxiety in young people, and especially mm. in young adolescents, this is like the very first time in all of history that this has showed up. And so what's going on? Well, a lot of people believe that it's the access of social media so that there's way too much connectivity. And, and what am I trying to do when I'm an adolescent? I'm trying to fit in. I'm trying to see if the version of me that's now emerging from my parents will make it in the larger community. And so I'm constantly afraid. I'm having an identity crisis anyways. That's all a part of adolescence. And now I've got this social media thing that's grading me 24 7 and i'm staring right. at it wondering whether or not i'm going to fit in and all of a sudden we're having adolescents that are suffering i mean literally with you know uh, go to the doctor type anxiety and and so i'm just saying there's a lot of work that needs to be done in anxiety but let me say this to you what the lord jesus does is he stabilizes you he lets you know that you're loved valued that you are secure he stabilizes you as it relates to death and any of your primal fears. Uh, you are found in him, and, and he said, I'll give you peace. And when I give you peace, then here's what you can do to your natural mind, which wants to be anxious, which wants to be unsettled, which is insecure, which is constantly rattling around with fear. You can let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Well, uh, I want to give you a verse here. It comes out of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and sound mind. Sound mind. Oh, uh -huh. my goodness. I want to be there. Sound mind. Yeah. As opposed to troubled mind, right? God didn't give you a troubled mind. You got that from somewhere else. He well, gave you a sound mind. I want you to reach out uh, if you're battling with anxiety, fear, stress, uh, threat. I mean, you you know, you're battling within yourself about a lot of things. Reach out, get help. Let, let me say this, Tommy, to right uh, just place. a quick plug. Um, but seriously, if you're really struggling with it, uh, if you'll go to crosswind.ms, just simple, crosswind.ms, and then you click on the counseling site, and you can see an entire series on fear and anxiety and worry, an entire series where we break it down way deeper than we did today to help you with it. And so and that's way, at least I've one listened, resource. I've listened to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great. I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up. Well, listen, uh, we're going to talk about a big event that's coming up April the 23rd we need help with. Uh, Wesley, what's going on April the 23rd? April 23rd at 8 a.m. we have our second annual Freedom Center Golf Tournament. It's brought to you by Langley Wealth Management. They're our presenting sponsor this year. we got two co-sponsors with Grace Chapel and Gatlin's Pharmacy. We'll be there bright and early that morning getting things ready. So anybody that wants to sign up or be part of that day, just come on out April the 23rd at 8 a.m. at Hillendale Golf Course. You can register online yeah. at our webpage. What's our webpage? Uh, CorinthFreedomCenter.com. Get on there. Go into the info category and just shoot us a message that you want to play we'll get you down and uh by the have, way have you a team can donate reserved. on that line too you yeah. can go to that web page and donate uh we uh, this is our fundraiser of the year uh, i'm not a golf player but uh our friend chad clarty introduced us to a uh, golf tournament last year and 
Uh, it, it's it's a big event for us at the Freedom Center. Bobby's got our shirt on from yeah, last year. Yeah, from last a, year, and we've got this year's shirts look, already ready to similar. go. Yeah, uh, that's got our logos on the front, got Langley Wealth on the back, and then our two co-sponsors. We've got whole sponsors that I mean has uh, already committed to yeah. that. Family Clinic at the Lake. That's your wife and your yeah, weapon count. Southeast so. Auto Direct. That's the big car dealership there on the state line, going out up to Alabama. Yeah, you're right outside of Iuka yeah. there on Highway Chad's 72. Chad's Pro Limit. Chad Pierman here in town. Uh, our our uh, Freedom Center van is there right now. Smith Drug Company there in Ryanzi. Trevor Williams. Uh, Team One LED Signs. Our friend Cleveland White. Antioch Baptist Church. Brother Dave George. Cornerstone Christian Church, they're located there at the Living Free Building, mm. Pastor John Gowan. Tennessee River Investors, American White Oaks. Yeah, Maxie and Chris Jones yep. up in, in Kansas okay. area there. Uh, our local subways will be furnishing a meal that day, Daniel Alter. Wilco Real Estate Group, Maria Wilson, Corinth Mattress Furniture Outlet, and also where you can rent inflatables. Family Clinic Wellness Center, is that Melanie? That's Melanie up Melanie in Savannah, in Savannah. Uh, Johnson Small Engine, Gary Johnson, Billy's Pawn Shop of Boonville, uh, Matt Mooney, uh, Moore's Law Firm, Bob Moore, Greenbridge Insurance, Jordan Quinn, and our friend today is uh, Fred Nichols. He has done a, a great deal about getting our shirts together, our signs, and all that. We're going to... What's some prizes that day, Wes? So right when it, quick. everybody gets there, we're going to give everybody a shirt. It's about a $100... Polo shirt that, that'll have uh, have our sponsors on it, the Freedom Center logo. So that'll be one gift that comes with a, just a you know a whole or a, a player's package. Also, we're gonna have a long drive contest and a closest to the hole that'll come with a dozen golf balls. And uh, we're gonna have a few other fun games throughout the day that you can participate in and donate that way. But we are paying two flights. Our first flight, we're gonna play first first place in both flights. It'll be five hundred dollars. For first place in the first flight and five hundred in the second flight, so that'll that'll be based on the scores that come in that day, and that'll give everybody kind of a chance to win, even the best golfers or the middle of the road golfers. We got we got to pray next week. We're going to talk about Easter. Wesley, okay. pray, pray us out of here. Let's let's pray, Heavenly Father, Lord. We just thank you for the day. Thank you for the opportunity just to spread a little hope, Lord. We know that our hope is in you and your Son Jesus and and His finished work on the cross, and we thank you for that, and we thank you for. Uh, just opportunities you give us each day, Lord. Let us not fail in uh, jumping on those opportunities just to glorify you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.